Hi, I'm Ada. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B. Through simplicity, organization, and some fun. I have some big news for you. What's that? This actually really ties into what we're talking today, because today we're talking about things to get rid of, and I'm trying to register, right, for my wedding. Mm -hmm. First of all, I've never registered for anything. The closest I've come is when you and I went to Target, and you let me hold the, like, register thing, and I got to walk- For my baby shower, Mm -hmm. yes. And I got to walk around, like, scanning stuff, and then later I found out you took off almost everything I scanned, but that's okay. So- (laughs) You look up how to register, and there's so many articles. It's been a little overwhelming. But here's the thing. We have so much stuff. We're trying to get rid of stuff. So then the article said, if you already have a lot of stuff, think about what you want to upgrade to get more quality stuff that'll last, right? Right. So I've been looking at that. For instance, I looked at some pots and pans that were a little nicer. Let me tell you the problem. Yesterday, I had cooked something in the morning, and... I guess I didn't use enough olive oil or something because it got really like gunked in the pan, right? So I tried soaking it. I tried, you know, scrubbing it with like a soft scrubber because it's a nonstick pan, so I didn't want to use a Brillo pad. Anyway, point is, I started Googling, how do I get rid of this, this stuff, right? Then I came across this article. It said, put salt in it. Mm-hmm. Put salt in the pan with water. You let it sit for a couple hours and then you bring it to a boil and then it'll come right out. So this is what I did. I let it sit for a couple hours. I came back. I turned it on so that it would boil. (laughs) I forgot about it. So you boiled the salt all the way down. I forgot about it. Let me tell you what reminded me. The smoke alarm. Yeah. (laughs) For actual smoke. For actual smoke. I was sitting on the couch and... All of a sudden, I like jumped because that smoke alarm went off. And I'm like, what? And then, of course, I realized, oh, I do smell smoke. So I go in there. And I'm like, because even that didn't remind me. I'm like, what is that? Because when when was the last time I boiled salt water? So I go in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, no. It had boiled all the way down. I made a cave of salt crystals. It had boiled (laughs) down so much. Well, long story short, I ruined the pan. Like the pan is ruined. I have to chuck the pan. So this is why I don't know if I want to register for nice stuff. Because me trying to get out of stain. Hey, give yourself a little bit more credit here. This is a one-time experience that you're learning from. (laughs) Believe me, there's lots of times I have also been harmed by the fact that I forgot to set a kitchen timer. Many times. It didn't even occur to me to set a kitchen timer. And actually, next time it might. (laughs) It's okay. This is learning. Plus, no matter what you register, no matter what the quality is, in about 10 years, you're ready to re-register. And I'm like, man, wouldn't it be nice if they had like a 10-year registry? Because everything is about done in 10 years. Especially if you have kids and then the kids start using everything and you're like, glad this is old because you can use it now. Sure. So I've been sending Autumn links to different things about, oh, is this a good pot? Is this a good pan? And then like I had all these pots and pans on there. And I'm like, I don't cook enough to have a fancy pot and pan set. Like I need a couple nice, you know, good quality pots and pans. Clearly I need more than one because I have one and look what happens. 
I still can't believe I forgot that. A timer. I should have set a timer. Next time you will. (laughs) Yeah, but just because you don't cook very much right now doesn't mean that that's how it's going to be. Yes, but shouldn't I register for the life that I have, not the life that I might have someday? Well, I'm definitely not saying don't overdo it, but you do need things to cook with. Yes. You're already on this new journey of cooking. Yes. And you're enjoying it. I did. Okay, so Autumn is talking about the fact that I made soup for the first time. I've never made soup. That was the first time? That was the first time I made soup. No, well, I made that lentil curry. Is that considered soup? Yeah. Okay, well, then this is the second time I've made soup. Yes. I'm a champion of soups. So I'm like, Bethany, make a soup. (laughs) And I'm like, make a soup? How do you make a soup? Here's the only, I did make a soup. I made the soup successfully. However, I will say what it was lacking a little bit was flavor. Which, Salt. <laughs> which, well, so I put in a little bit of spices. I don't remember what episode it was, but you know, I my quest to learn to use spices. Well, I used some spices in the soup. And then I you said... <laughs> Why don't you put some salt in it? And I was like, oh, yeah, salt. So I did add some salt, and I will tell you that it helped. Yeah, that's all you need, salt. Usually because soup is so big, you tend to undersalt it because you're thinking of, like, your plate of food. Right. So do a little at a time. Can't go wrong. Well, I have gone wrong, but a little at a time. (laughs) But see, that's the thing, and that's the attitude that Eric has. He's like, well, try it. He likes to just throw things into the pot and just, meh, let's try it. That's pretty much what I do. I don't have that level of confidence yet. So this was a big, this was a big moment. I don't think it's about confidence. I think it's about naivete. (laughs) Like, yeah, I could do this. No problem. Yeah, I do think it's about confidence. Like my macaroni and cheese. When I was younger, I used to make the macaroni and cheese according to the box, right? So I'd like measure six cups of water. Mm -hmm. I remember I was making it at my friend's house and he's like, what? You just throw it in. Like pour water. Why are you measuring water? Like, it didn't occur to me that that didn't really make a difference, how much water is in the pot. You're just boiling some noodles. But it's that being inexperienced at cooking that you feel like you either have to follow it to a T or burn the pot, you know? Well, (laughs) burn the pot. The more you do it, the more you'll start seeing the shortcuts. Okay. Like buying, oh, like the onions that I bought that were pre-cooked. That was great. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is my favorite meal. How can I make it faster? Is that what you say? Well, I mean... It's like, oh, I was a little late on starting dinner. How can I make this faster? (laughs) (laughs) And then you see the shortcuts. All right. So those are a lot of updates. And selfishly, thank you for listening because I needed to vent a little bit about it. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, but I want to hear, okay, we haven't checked in about our word of the year in a while. And I want to check in on your yes to adventure, which we talked about in... A recent episode about how actually you were saying that it's like it's bigger than than yes to adventure like you do say you're like reframing things right yeah I think I mean I really did probably would not want to go into my year saying yes to fears but that's kind of how it ended up saying <laughs> because it was really easy to say yes to some adventures so trying to push myself out of my comfort zone and I'm going to say yes to the adventure of hosting a clothing exchange at my house. Hey. And I've had this thought for a while. I just never was. I was kind of just like putting it off. Oh, one day I'll do that. Oh, that would be a fun idea to do. And I never kind of moved forward on it. So 
yes to adventure actually scheduled it sent out the evite it's you did steps are moving oh yeah we're having it next month i've only been to one clothing exchange so you bring your clothes and then how do you it's not like a free-for-all dive right clothing exchange is basically you set up a party with all of your friends you clean out your closet and you bring your best unwanted clothes leave the stained and holy clothes at home just put those in the trash or for rags and you bring your best unwanted clothes or accessories and shoes we're doing that too and you bring it to a house and you're kind of laying everything out some people do it where like you bring five things and then you get to take home five things I'm really not going to be that strict so everybody brings their stuff I'm going to kind of lay it out in like sizes and types you have the first hour to kind of shop so you look at stuff you try on stuff And then after that first hour where people are trying on stuff, then we're going to actually do the exchange. So we'll probably, I'll probably do it by drawing numbers. And so you get get to go pick your like favorite thing, kind of like a white elephant gift type Mm, thing. Can somebody, oh, can somebody steal from you? No, you pick your favorite thing and then that's it. And then maybe we'll do that depending on how many people maybe we'll go around like two or three times. Sometimes you might just want to go around once. And then the rest, usually there's not that many people who want the same thing. So you then, like the last half hour, you're just picking the stuff you want to take home. And anything that is left after everybody has shopped gets donated. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. The way I've heard other people do is they pass out those little stickers that they use for garage sales. And you put your initials on a sticker and then you go around and and tag everything that you want. And anything that has more than one sticker, then you kind of like do a coin toss or something. Rochambeau or something. Yeah. Although not Rochambeau. I feel like that's kind of... I think there's a skill to Rochambeau. (laughs) There's some unfairness there. (laughs) So I never like Rochambeau. Maybe because I always lost growing up. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to have enough people that I need to have stickers. So I like this idea better, the going around, because I think for me, I would like to see what people pick. And I all it's fun to see like, oh, that was your favorite. Oh, I tried that. Oh, you know. It's also fun even when you're cleaning out your closet, knowing that somebody else might like it and want to take it home compared to like just taking it to a donation center. Oh, absolutely. You know that like. It's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when you're helping me organize as I'm getting rid of some things and I'm going to take it to like the donation or something. Sometimes I find stuff that I'm saying, oh, do you think your girls would like this? And it's just kind of fun knowing that it goes to somebody else rather than, I I know it does eventually at Goodwill, but you know, it's just nice knowing who's going to use it, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Why is it that that feels better? Hmm. That's a good question. And why can't we imagine that somebody bought it at the donation center who actually needed it for that price? I think that's what you should do, right? I think we do need to do that because that's when I get caught up in where is this going to go or trying to find the perfect home for this thing that you're trying to let go of or this Mm -hmm. thing that you're you're saying goodbye to. And that can really stymie the, the organizing process. Yeah, I think it goes back to that quote that we really got from Dr. Robin Sazio. You are not responsible for making use of everything that crosses your path. Well, I know for toiletries and stuff, like sometimes maybe there's like a lotion or something that, that maybe I don't use. But I like to see if, you know, you or somebody, you know, one of my friends would like it because I don't want to trash it, you know? Yeah, because there's really no other options. You can't donate. Yeah, them. nobody wants your open lotion unless it's your friend. This came up recently with this table that I love, this table. 
and Eric doesn't love this table. You don't love this table. And you guys have been trying to get me to get rid of this table for years, but I loved this table. And then recently I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, oh, let me see if it fits in this space, you know, in her house. Your mom's going to take the table? I gave it to her and she loves it. And it makes me so happy. Oh, you mean the other table, not the coffee table? No, the other table. See, I have multiple tables that you don't like. But the other table that we didn't... Because they're not practical. That's why I don't like it. I loved that table. And it made me so happy because my mom actually... It fits perfectly in her space. It's a great table for a home. You live in a condo that's not that big. (laughs) Two-story home, perfect table for that home. We've all been loving the Marie Kondo show tidying up on Netflix. We've even <laughs> we've even been watching people on YouTube doing the Marie Kondoing. Yeah. Okay, we have to put this one video in. And it's this couple who is traveling around Europe in this van and she goes to her childhood bedroom. She tries to do Marie Kondo in one day on this bedroom. Spoiler alert, it takes two days. I watched this and it was so beautiful. Of course, like this couple is totally charming and you want to like watch more videos that they put out. And so I told Autumn, I'm like, Autumn, I'm in hour three of the Wild We Roam videos. And she's like, are you watching them Marie Kondo instead of condoing yourself? I'm like, I sure am. Yeah, it's easier to watch the videos than clean out your own stuff. So we'll put a link to this video, the most recent one that I sent to Autumn, because it was really lovely. And just the thing that we kept coming back to was just the the joy when she had gotten rid of all this stuff. It was really, really cool to see. Yeah, you could just tell she felt so much better. Yeah. And so he said, does that inspire you? I was like, yeah, I'm inspired to watch another one of their videos. <laughs> no, no. We do love the process. However, you know, in order to take all your clothes out of the closet or in order to take all your books off the bookshelf, speaking of you specifically, that's a big production. Like that, you know, you need to dedicate like all day or two days to take care of that. We all know that sometimes we just don't have that much time to declutter, especially when you have young kids. You don't have a whole weekend to spend taking everything out of your closet and going through your clothes. You you can only work in little chunks at a time. Well, I asked Eric, I said, could we Marie Kondo? His fear was that I was going to take all of the clothes out of every corner of the home and leave them on the bed. And then when it was time for bed, put them onto the chair and leave them on the chair, which in his defense was a really reasonable fear. I also was afraid of that. (laughs) It took the people in Marie Kondo like a week to go through all their clothes. Like they put it in their guest room bed. Yeah, I don't have a guest room. You know, this might be a good summer project to say, okay, I did finish the book. I read the book recently. And that's the thing. It is a big production, which is great. Tackle it if you want to. But if you don't have time, if you're saying, wait, let's conquer everything in the summer. <laughs> today, we are here to give you little bite-sized steps that you can do oh, okay, in a okay, short amount of time. Because we don't want you to wait till the summer to take care of your clutter. Um, you and Eric <laughs> are saying, please do not put off decluttering until the summer. Please. That's right. <laughs> Well, you have always been of the mindset, even like 10 minutes a day, you can see a difference, like your 10-minute Tuesdays. You can, we'll put a link to that in the show notes too, because you're letting it all overwhelm you, do 10 minutes. Because who wants to organize all day? Who wants to do cleaning all day? Nobody does. You do. Well, I mean, (laughs) I'm 
myself and other professional organizers are different. But you don't want to do that all day in your house, though. You like doing it in other people's house. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're just focusing on a little bit at a time. We all have seen those lists out there that are like 100 things to get rid of. Yeah, I've seen those before for sure. And I was looking around my home and realizing that I needed to follow one of those lists because I kind of let things piled up without even realizing it. And if you listen to last episode, episode 57, in the bloopers, you can hear like a snippet of a tangent that I got on about soy sauce that I had to cut from the episode because it really didn't uh, make any sense. (laughs) However... I felt so strongly about it. I wanted to devote a whole episode. So today, we're going to talk about little things that you can get rid of quickly. In my defense about the soy sauce, though, I did recently reach for some soy sauce packets because I was like, we have to use these up. And Well, I wasn't specifically talking about you. I also have been guilty of just leaving... You know the salad dressing that comes in the little packets like if you buy a salad mix? Yeah. My husband's like, are you going to use this dressing? And so he enforced a new rule, which is if you open a salad dressing packet, you're not allowed to put it back in the fridge because it would just get forgotten and then there's salad dressing all over the shelf. I think that's a really realistic rule, especially because I had one that I opened and put back in my lunch bag. I guess I didn't close the Tupperware well. And it got all over my lunch bag, so. I know. It's no fun. So this is one of the first things. Look in your refrigerator, because I did this, because we had to get a new fridge, because ours died. And I was cleaning out the old fridge, and I had, like, all these salad dressings. Why did I need that many (laughs) salad dressings? I don't know. So I went through my salad dressings, started to clean it out. Soy sauce, ketchups, those little salt and pepper shakers that are, like, travel size. Do you have any of those? You know what I have a ton of is plastic cutlery. And I keep thinking, oh, well, I'll use it for my lunches or, oh, but I don't. I bring a fork. I bring a real fork to school. Do you want to take it to school and have it at your school so then you don't have to think about having a fork there? Yeah, I think I should just bring them because it's gotten to the point I can't close this drawer. So I think it's time. (laughs) So that brings us to one of my most favorite questions, which is I'm not necessarily saying you have to throw away everything because I don't know how you live specifically, except for Bethany. I do know how she lives. But I'm not saying like, hey, if you use your soy sauce packages, use them. I'm happy. That's great. However, the question that each of us need to ask ourselves is how many is reasonable to keep? That's a great question. What is reasonable for your life? And when you can't close the drawer, Bethany. That's too many. Well, this is what I have. Yeah, I'm ready. Canvas bags. <gasps> so do I. Oh, my You know, gosh. in California, we don't get plastic bags at grocery stores anymore. So we have to have canvas bags. So now it's like, yeah, I'll take that canvas bag. Now it's like, how many is reasonable to keep? Because I have way too many. So I put a little stash in my car. And I have three in my home for other miscellaneous things that come up. And I think that that's reasonable. All the other ones, I haven't yet. But I just need to say goodbye to. How do you say goodbye to those? Because this is what I'm thinking. Because I also have a ton of those. So... What is a reasonable number? I think once you determine what's a reasonable number. Here's the thing. We do not have to be worried about not having enough reusable bags. (sighs) If, for instance, we need one, they're 10 cents when you check out at the grocery store. You can get another one. Half the time I forget them anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So we also need to remember our new favorite quote from Dr. Robin Zazio. Right. You are not responsible for making use of everything that crosses your path. 
I think that what I'll do is I will keep them as my like donation bag for now. I think using it for a donation bag is a great option. I think just donating in general, I think people will, you know, use them. I'm sure at the donation center, maybe they could use them for when people are checking out. You just never know. So you kind of just need to let go of them and move on. Okay, so we've got two things so far. One is do you have those little soy sauce packets, ketchup packets, salad dressings, bread ties bread oh yeah bread ties how many is reasonable to keep i'm gonna go with like zero personally but you can decide for yourself i will say i was happy i had a couple when i was trying to grow tomatoes because i was able to like tie the vine no okay i mean i'm so glad you had them too it's really important (laughs) number two those canvas bags and Mm -hmm. i too okay so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go through them because we have probably like 30, which is way too many. Here's the thing. The last thing that we all want to become is like a stuff manager, right? Just walking around like managing all the stuff in our homes. And that's what ends up happening when you don't stay vigilant on getting rid of this extra stuff. Vigilant. That's right. I'm serious here. Because I was looking around. I'm like, why have I not thrown this away? Why is it just hanging out here? It just piles up if you're not constantly, especially with kids, man. You just got to throw away things sometimes. <laughs> We've talked about kids' party favors. It's Your 24-hour rule? Yes. You get a party favor for 24 hours. If you haven't put it away, if it's still out in the house, it's going in the trash or I have a little hidden jar. I just throw party favors in there. And when the teachers ask for donations to their prize box, I hand them this jar. Usually at the end of the year after my kid has left their class. Then I don't feel awful about throwing away party favors. I mean, come on. They're going to be everywhere if you don't have a system for taking care of those party favors. As a teacher, I was collecting a lot of those for a really long time. And people would actually bring them in to me. Like parents were like, are you collecting things for... I don't really use a prize box anymore, but I did. And one of my favorite things is this thing called counting collections where kids will count collections of objects. So like, let's say I have a bread tie one, those little plastic clips. I have... Buttons. Buttons. My oh, It kind of fulfills this need to collect that stuff right except I need to not do that in my own home it's like it's it's in a container at school yeah when in doubt when in doubt throw it out is that your new motto (laughs) that's my new motto oh I got an okay so when we're talking about kids we talked about party favors okay kids toy instructions just throw those away we do not need instructions for our toys I mean use your own judgment here but we got a toy instruction for like a little walking dog We don't need instructions for that. I mean, we know how to put batteries in. Just throw it, put it in the recycle bin straight away. As soon as you open that gift, I found one the other day from Christmas. And I'm like, why did this not go into the recycle bin as soon as Christmas was over? I don't know. That kind of goes with any instructions, right? For most things, you can Google it. I will say I have used my garage door instructions multiple times. So... You know, you know yourself. Am I going to use the instructions that came with my iron? No. Let's we could say goodbye. <laughs> so, you know what you're going to use it for and what you don't. The instructions for the refrigerator, the new fridge we just got, recycled those. Those are online. That seems like you might want that. Why? For it's online. Karen maintenance. I, yeah, it's online. <laughs> I don't need that. You know what happens if I need to Karen maintenance my fridge? I Google it or I call a repairman. That's what everybody does. <laughs> You don't go hunting for that booklet. She's vigilant. <laughs> I told you. I needed to have a whole episode just so I could talk about this stuff. 
Next one. If you have a burnt out candle, but it came in a pretty jar, it's time to say goodbye. If you haven't done anything with that pretty jar yet, it's time because you're not going to do anything with it. Okay, so this is my dilemma. Oh, I know. I I knew this was for me. I love candles, right? I had a few kicking around that I'm like, okay, I have to try to get the wax out so I can recycle the glass. And then Eric just took them and threw them away. (laughs) That's right. I mean, yeah, if you were going to do that, like kudos to you, but you're not. I couldn't figure out how to get the wax out. You're not going to. You know how many stuff you got to do on your to-do list? This is another example. You don't have time for that. You have other things to do, like plan a wedding, throw the candles away. (laughs) Vigilant. I mean, seriously, there are some great crafty people who can reuse those jars. They're amazing. You, Bethany, are not one of those people. You got lots of other gifts. (laughs) I'm the same way. I've had, I found a candle and I was like, I saved this because of the jar. And here it is two years later. It's time. Wait, you had it for two years? I mean, it was up in a cabinet. It was with my other decor items. And I'm like, I saved this because of the jar. And here it is. I never did anything with it. It's time to say goodbye. Oh. Okay. Hot water. Becky says hot water. I know, but why? What are you going to do with the jar? You have jars in your house. She spent a long time getting this off. I know, because once you get it off with hot water, then you have the residue in there too. Well, turns out you can Google. But she spent a long time getting that out. Exactly. You don't have time. You got other things to do. We all do. We all have other things to do. Buy a candle that comes in an ugly jar, and then you won't feel bad. It was about recycling the glass. It wasn't about reusing the jar. Oh, well, recycle the pasta sauce jar and feel good about that. Like this little jar. Look at this. Yeah. Isn't this beautiful? But what do I use it for? Nothing. Give it to Goodwill. You don't need it for anything. But it's really pretty. Yeah. If you need a jar, you can get another one at the dollar store. <laughs> I don't know where this is from. A gift came in it. It was like somebody had put a gift card and like some, um, yeah, it was probably the dollar store. Yeah. And you put it in your donation bin and then someone will love to find it at the thrift store. And they'll be like, ah, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to use this. <sighs> and they'll know exactly what to do with it and you don't. That's true. We're growing strong here. If you have any old planners or old calendars, it's time. Wait a second. Okay. Okay, wait a second. (laughs) This episode feels like, I feel like this, you know how like we say that we hope that our episodes are like just you're listening to a conversation between Autumn and I. (laughs) This is actually like a conversation, an ongoing conversation Autumn and I have. Starting when Autumn had her, I love her children. They call me auntie. She started ma- making me a calendar. I guess you were making it for like the grandparents. Uh-huh. And you said you wanted one. And I said, <laughs> are you sure that's a little odd? So like 10 years ago, she was making a calendar for the grandparents. And I went, oh, of the babies, I want one. I want one. So I got the family calendar. I loved it. And then it became this annual tradition. But she would put in pictures of me and the girls and me and her. Some years, depending on how many times we got to see each other, some years it was more of just their family and some years it was more of us, like adventures we'd gone on. Love this calendar. So I have saved all these calendars, but the thing is Autumn didn't know I had saved all these calendars. And my calendar, it's been my gift from her family for the past 10 years. So this year she said, you're starting your family now. You're getting Mm -hmm. married. Mm -hmm. Your new husband does not want to see 
our family. The Nivey family calendar hanging in your kitchen. I said, but I do. (laughs) And so she's like, no, I'm not. Just so you know, I'm not giving you this calendar this year. I thought she was joking. I still have December up. It's February. I've been waiting for my calendar. It's time. I said you can send me pictures and I'll make a calendar for you. I'm just not going to make it Nibe focused is what I said to That's you. the tradition though is it's a Nibe focused calendar. We're changing the tradition. <laughs> We're growing. She said she thinks it's strange that I have pictures of her family on my calendar on my wall and she thinks my husband will also think that's strange. Well, I think like one month, I'll put a picture of my family in there, but I'm 12 months. It's a little much. 12 months of my family. Yeah, I said, send me pictures. I'll make you a calendar for the new year. (laughs) I think this might be my weakness, not your weakness, Bethany, but I do think an awful lot about gifts that I'm going to give you because I need to make sure it's the gift that you won't hold on to for very long. Wow. I'll be like... Mm, that would be a cute thing oh no she'll have that for years wait are you serious (laughs) yes i think about what i get you and where it will end up in your house and whether or not it's worth the space can't i have a say over whether i said i think this is my weakness not yours because you probably should have a say but (laughs) i also get to decide what i'd like to gift you i didn't know this because i found all these calendars hanging out in your bookshelf for when How long are we hanging on to these calendars? They're all stacked nice and neat. I will admit this. When we had the conversation about it, I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with these calendars? You know, but I feel like they're almost like a little scrapbook. I have them all in digital form. So maybe that's what I should do. I should take my favorites from the years one day and put them into like one of those Shutterfly books. And then I have a book. No, this takes way too long. We don't have time for all that. (laughs) Okay, this is the problem. You're not a very sentimental person. And I'm not calling that a problem, like a personality flaw. I'm just saying you are speaking to a very sentimental person. I know. And this is why I love having us both on because I think you need both points of view to get a normal point of view down the To get a normal point of view. (laughs) Here's another thing we can get rid of. I have a plethora of gift bags and wait a second i thought we already got rid of all these gift bags well they accumulate quickly (laughs) because you're a teacher i love it let me tell you they wrap things in the cutest gift bags i will say that some things like this little container it's a little box i can see myself reusing this little box a little gift came in it and i'm gonna say that i can let this go yeah and i think that question comes back again how many is reasonable to keep Yeah. So it's probably reasonable to keep some because you do give gifts often. Yeah. This might be an awesome time to go through your gift cabinet, go through what you have. You know what would be great is to put little post-its on your gifts of like who you're thinking of giving it to. And if you don't have somebody in mind to give it to, you should probably say goodbye to it. Because I know some of those gifts have been in there for quite a while. The gifts or the gifts bags? No, the gifts. You're right. I do think that I could cull that down because some of them I don't have a specific person in mind and it's okay. Okay. Hopefully you've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. We're not done yet. (laughs) Go to your nail polishes. Those things, they dry out quick. So if you are not wearing that color anymore or you're shaking it and it's not moving, just say goodbye. It's time. Do what with it? You throw it in the trash. That's the only option. If you want to reduce your trash, it starts at the store. It doesn't start in your home. Deep thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like the idea of throwing out nail polish, don't buy, don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Because that's where it goes. Yeah. That's where everything goes. I mean, I appreciate this desire to be careful about what goes in the landfill, but that really starts when you're buying stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right now it's already bought and it, leaving it in your home is not helping you. She's making your home into a landfill. Oh, vigilant. <laughs> While we're by your nail polish, just go look at your jewelry. I'm speaking specifically like costume jewelry, right? The jewelry that you buy that's on trend for a little bit, and now it's time to say goodbye to it. Is it a different color than what you bought it as? Like, did it start off gold and now it's silver or vice versa? It's time to just go through that jewelry real quick. Any trendy stuff that it's not, you know, stuff that you spent like 10 bucks on, it, you can say goodbye to it if it's you're not wearing it anymore. Let him go. Let him go. Someone else will love it. What about earrings where you only have one of them? But I think that I'm going to find it. I think I'm going to find the other one. You mean it's somewhere in your house? Not sure. Okay. I do have a lost toy drawer. So I can relate to the fact of when things are missing and I feel like it's going to show up probably underneath a kid's bed or something. I have a spot for everything that's missing. It goes in this little drawer. We talked about it. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah. I mean, how long is reason? Oh, there you go. How long is reasonable to keep this? Yeah. Okay. I think you guys kind of get where we're going. Look around your house. We're talking like old makeup you haven't used in forever, like holy towels. It's time. We can say goodbye to it. It's stuff that you have enough of and you're hanging on to all of them because you need it. So old towels, you probably have enough towels that you could say goodbye to the old ones or use them as rags. And it's a matter of things are stuffed and they don't need to be stuffed. A note about that. I had towels that I've had since college, but they were still perfectly good towels. But they were getting a little, some of them were getting some holes, but they still like worked well. But then I was gifted these two really beautiful bath sheets and Mm -hmm. I did pack up the towels and I donated them to the animal shelter because it was on their wish list. Mm -hmm. But I recognize I don't need to give myself more to-dos. But I did do that. I did, thanks to Eric, we did go and drop them off. Yes. So if you have old towels. Maybe we should link to one of our favorite lists in the show notes so you can take this idea and keep going with it. If you come across an old pen that doesn't have ink anymore, just throw it away right then. Don't put it back in the cup like I did. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Same with markers. Just throw them away. We have a lot of stuff in our homes, so... If you have a broken crayon and nobody uses broken crayons, you can say goodbye to it. Don't save them for like what I do. I'm going to melt them and make one beautiful mega crayon. Which is great. If you have kids and want to do that with your kids, like do that. But you just need to be honest with yourself. Are you going to do this? Yes or no? Yeah. I myself, I'm not going to do that craft. Planners, if you have old planners, are you holding on to it to look through it? Look through it real quick and then throw it away. Okay. I get it. Thanks. (laughs) You sound so downtrodden. No, actually, I got distracted for a second because I just threw out that pan that I destroyed. But I realized I should have used it for this candle project I've wanted to do where I melt the candle, melt a bunch of old candles and make one new candle. Where are you going to get a wick from? Oh, I guess I'd have to buy a wick. No, no. What? Buy a new candle? I I guess I should buy. Yeah, I'll link to my absolutely favorite candle. (laughs) magazines let's say goodbye to those 
plants any plants that don't bring you joy you can say goodbye throw to them. the plants away what are you talking about throw them away they go in a landfill to grow and love and help the <laughs> other trash decompose you don't think it, some bugs are going to find those plants and be like finally something green in here see this is what i need i need my autumn app where i pick up the <laughs> i pick up the object and i say autumn i don't know what to do with this you're like throw it away i go i don't want to throw it away because and then you fill in the blank like throw it away don't you think a bug is gonna love that one day yes or I say what about this don't you think the store is gonna reuse those bags when people check out autumn what about this you don't have a wick throw out the candle i'll tell you these great candles <laughs> i need like for every single category of item that i'm scared to throw away i just need your opinion on why i should throw it away Yes. That's really what this episode should be. We want to hear what you would add to our list, but I especially want to hear if there's anything that you find is hard to throw away, like the cool candles in the glass jar thing. Are you also Googling how to get that wax out so you can recycle the glass, or is that just me? I've been there too, so I understand. I feel the pain when you're like, this jar is so pretty. Yeah, share with us. You can email us, hello at awpodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail, 858-480-SPACE. That's 858-480-7722. You can also find us on social media at Podcast. Thanks so much for subscribing. Our episodes come out every other week, so subscribing is the best way to know when a new episode is out. If you haven't yet, subscribe and take a minute to leave a review on iTunes. Those reviews mean a lot. Plus, they help others find our podcast too. And while you're at it, tell a friend about the podcast. If you're happy you found us, let somebody else know about it too. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye. I mean, yes, you're starting a life together. It's fun and exciting, but it's going to fade away anyway. What? What's going to fade away? Easy. Pans. <laughs> Not your marriage. <laughs> stuff. Stuff is going to fade away.